Um, hello there. Hello, friends. Hello, zebras. Welcome to the show. This is another uh, Total Marks episode. Total Marks, like a Mark is a is a wrestling fan, basically a professional wrestling fan. If you're a fan of wrestling, you're a Mark, okay? We're Total Marks, and that's why I've got my buddy Dave Wyant, the franchise, the big star on the show. He's an old school fan, and I've got DP on the show, who's a new school wrestling fan. I wanted to bring the two together because we all watched the Royal Rumble 2018 together, and uh, we have different uh, viewpoints on professional wrestling. I think it'd be cool to bring that all together into one show. So that's what this episode is all about. Let's get to the sponsors real quick. Shout out to Trade Secrets, Downtown Altoona, uh, Facebook Secrets and Trade, Instagram Trade Secrets underscore skincare. Uh, 13th Avenue, first floor, you can find Steph. Uh, their facility is great because she makes all of her products in house. So uh, she makes, you know, wax melts and bath bombs and sugar scrubs and bath bars and all natural deodorant. She makes them right there. There's no added chemicals, there's no added ingredients. So they're like super good for your body. I highly suggest and highly support Trade Secrets. And also, shout out to Juice in downtown Holidaysburg. 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg on Facebook and Instagram, The Juice Bar, J-O-O-S. Super healthy drinks, smoothies, and uh, even some food just for you to keep your body running right, to keep your body feeling good, and also to inform you on on what great nutrition is. And uh, Jen's been on the podcast a couple of times. You can scroll back to find those episodes. If you're looking for fresh, made-to-order cold-pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls, bone broth to keep you healthy. The place to do it is Juice. J-O-O-S. And right now, let's get the show started. This is Rob Z Radio. From the Launchbox Studios, broadcasting live, unprecedented episode here today, ladies and gentlemen. We got DP in the studio. Yeah. We got the franchise in the studio. Hey, where was the pyro, Rob? The pyro? I heard the music. Uh, no pyro? What, you cutting costs too? We, we, <laughs> listen, man, we can't afford, afford pyro anymore. I'll bring right. some sparklers in. There's no chance of getting time. any pyro, but you know, since we are a bunch of marks. Total marks. Let's get the champ before anything even happens. This is this is some new level wrestling this stuff here. This is awesome. This is NXT level is right awesome. here. It always is. This is right after an eight man dive to the outside. Yeah. I just did a four fifty <laughs> pal driver on yeah. the table <laughs> and a shooting star press. So, so the uh, idea behind this podcast is we've got the new school, we've got the old school, right? We've got the 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 guys who loved wrestling. I mean, I'm not saying that you didn't love wrestling back in the '90s because you did. Yeah, I just evolved. Damn. Right, he <laughs> you moved past the it, Rob right. disclaimer right now. Right, yeah, I'm not, you're you're all right. Yeah. No, he, but he, he was a fan back in the day. But sure. he's also a fan. So, uh, Dave, myself, and you live in the past in professional wrestling. We live in the '90s, early 2000s, '80s. Danny, you you've evolved. Yeah, you love NXT. I love New it. Japan. Love the Indies. Strong style. Yeah. When not, did you start watching? Not selling anything. When did I start watching? Yeah, just to give me an idea. Wrestling yeah. in general. Yeah, probably ninety-eight. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. A good time to start. Yeah. Great I was time like to right start. The, like the D, like prime DX. Okay. And you were how old were you when that all was going eight. down? Okay. Yeah, because we were like fifteen. So it was like our lives, you yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like and, it, and it was though. I mean, the entire world was. I remember it being yeah, odd. Like all of a sudden, wrestling was cool. It was. It just exploded. It was. It was nuts. But okay, let's go back. 
first memories, because this is going to be like, uh, you know, old school versus new school wrestling. You know, what's wrong with us that we don't like the new stuff as much? And why Why could the new stuff be as good as I, the old stuff is? I don't, I don't hate it. Uh-huh. I, I don't dislike it. Mm-hmm. I just have trouble. I, I think what it's going to be is the gap here is from watching 80s and 90s and getting into it. it I've watched enough of that that it's hard for me to understand it now. Right. With the, with the moves, and that's it. That's just the moves. I, the psychology confuses me. And the characters and stuff like that. So I, I guess the, But I like what, it. What was your first memory of a professional wrestling? Probably, remember when DX used to do the, the split thing, and they all mood in the camera? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably that. Okay. That's good that's stuff. That's probably the, the first where I was like, I don't know what this is, but this is hilarious. But I shouldn't be watching it. Yeah. And was that like Shawn Michaels' yeah. DX? Was it Shawn Michaels? Probably. Diaz? Okay. So it was a little bit before '98. Then it'd be like probably like '97, somewhere around there. Was Shawn? He around? was still in the early '98. Early '98, yep. it was right before. So the Rumble, we got messed up in '97. '98. Till Mania. Yep. In '98. Okay. What, Dave? What was your first memory? Hogan and Orndorff. Okay. Cage matches, things like that. Yep. Like first feud I remember. What main event? The Saturday, Saturday night's event? main events. The, the first show I remember watching vividly was Hercules and Hogan. Saturday night's main event. For okay. Title. If you remember that? No. You don't. Was it 87? 86. 86. Real young. And I watched so much of it that my parents taught me at age three and four how to record on the VCR so that they didn't have to watch <laughs> anymore. That's the God's honest They truth. were so sick of seeing the it. tapes. Yeah. It's all useless now. That tape closet. Yeah, you have. Dave has. A, have, you ever, have you ever seen his tape closet? No. I mean,. You probably have close to a thousand tapes, and it's all because when I was young, I just because I wanted to watch it, so I recorded it. And then for a while there, you got an, on an eBay kick of selling them on eBay. Yes, and then that came to a quick end <laughs> thanks to eBay. <laughs> <laughs> eBay caught wind of uh, yep. the copyright infringements that were going on. Mm, chains got a letter, and that was the end of that. But you were making some good money there for a little bit. <laughs> some of the tapes went for like three hundred bucks. Yeah, just shows like six hours of shows. Yeah, and for me it was pre DVD. Uh, I was in my neighbor's house. I was probably like. I think I was like five or six. It was LOD. I remember LOD was in the WWF, and I remember seeing the shoulder pads, and that's what sold me. I was like, dude, those shoulder pads are amazing. Like, I don't know who these guys are or what they're doing, but this is pretty badass. So you weren't watching around like the Mega Powers, the exploding stuff? I don't. I guess I wasn't. I don't. I don't know. It's weird. I did. So like, I started. I was probably like eighty nine, like eighty eight, or well, maybe it was like eighty six. Seven. I'm not. I'm not sure what year that was. To be honest, that was probably with you. 89, 88. But then I started going to like Captain Video mm-hmm. and getting all the old tapes, and that's when I started and they getting had into everything. It. Yeah. WWF wise. Yeah, everything. Everything you could ever possibly want in the history of the business was there. Um, so, yeah. So, like Dave and I getting into it back in the day, it was like wrestling was steroids, gigantic human beings, mm-hmm. unrealistically big. I've always said they were like my cartoons. Like I didn't watch cartoons yeah. a lot as a kid because they were the cartoons. I mean, they were just jacked. They, I didn't. I've said it before. I think I've used this analogy on here, but I didn't think the Ultimate Warrior was a dude that was going to the grocery store, <laughs> you, you know, raising kids. I thought this was what this. He dude just went was. back to a cave somewhere. And that's it. He, like to me, he was a character. Like 100%. he won. He won a match. He sprinted out of the ring and sprinted to the next arena. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> He's like I gotta Warrior. run to Tacoma. I'll be back. <laughs> right. But By the time they got there, he was there working out. It just wasn't. Yeah, personalized well, much. What's killing me today is like, and I, we've, we've said it's a bunch of times, but like Braun Strowman, you know, I wish that he was on Instagram as Braun Strowman, but he's on Instagram as himself. Like Adam Just, Shear uh, or something. Yeah, and it's it like, is. man, I want, it, I want this dude to be like larger than life because on TV he is, but then you find him on Instagram as yeah. just some guy, you know. It's a nice little cuddly bear. Like yeah. Giant monster. Going to the gym, hanging out with kids, like, you know. But like, so... Did you were you hardcore into it when you first watched it? Or did it take a while, or you've never been like? I mean, I like I watched it every week. 
Okay. But it was never like I actually like I actually became more of a WCW guy, mm. and I would watch it every week. But it was never like uh, I don't know. Like I I never really believed all of it. You know, you With, knew it wasn't real. Yeah, kind of. I mean, because I you know I was or not. It, it was it was a work. Yeah, but what two thousand? I was ten years old. I kind of got it. You know. Yeah. Did you fall out of it then? Because there was a, like the mid two thousands were bad. Yeah, yeah. I probably was in it for well, actually, the video games kept me in it longer than I probably would have been. Oh, okay, yeah. That kept me around for you know a lot longer. But you weren't really watching the product; you were just playing video. Not games. as much in like high school and stuff. I didn't watch any of it because like oh five that, that whole era. I mean, it was just it was sad. It was a bad time in wrestling. Yeah. So like probably after oh five, getting to 06. It just got. What was the Spirit Squad? Seven wasn't awful. Oh six was Spirit Squad. Spirit Squad. Yeah. That was like the low point, I think, in wrestling it's just history. You couldn't find someone better for DX. I think we talked about that once. Yeah, you bring Sean back, and that's all you got. Like you, <laughs> you know they're, you know they're gonna job every time they're out there. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. But like, okay, so here's here's how much of a Mark Dave and I are for old wrestling. Well, can, we, can I ask him a question? Oh yeah, sure. When you got going back to when you got into when you got into it ninety eight and first saw it ninety seven. At any point did you think this this stuff is real? Um. Because when we were yeah. kids, we thought it was. Yeah, we I mean, kids. I thought they were actually fighting. Awesome. You know, I thought all the in-ring stuff was real. Right. But, like, as far as, like, when Sting was dropping down from the rafters, I didn't think he lived in the rafters. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, but I I thought that it was a sport. Like, that it they were contesting these things as, as true events. Do you recall, like, when he realized it wasn't? Because I, I don't remember the transition of... Thinking it was real to realizing that yeah, it wasn't. My I don't older, know when that happened. My older cousins always told, like, they this told me. Fake. Yeah. I think that was probably my uncle would come over. The National Enquirer ruined it for me. Really? When uh, Macho and Liz were getting married, they put in the Enquirer that they've been married since, like, 84. And I said, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? That's hilarious. And that's true. I didn't I know they that. Real. They've been married since 84? They were married long before they got married on television, and, obviously. And the marriage was, what, 92? No, it ended right around 90. They did when the marriage on TV to try to save the marriage in real life. Oh, and that was like 92? 91. 91, okay. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. They've married since 84. Imagine being That's married to Macho Man. <laughs> she did it. She did it for, what, seven years, eight years? I oh. can't even imagine. That's, it would be insane. By all accounts, that was him. Like He did not tune up for yeah. – he just put on a different jacket. Well, he just let me borrow Jim Ross's book. So I'm reading Slobberknocker, JR's book, and JR's telling this story about Macho Man and – and uh, Macho, I guess, he, he was doing, towards the end of his career, he was doing a lot of voiceover stuff for WWF. So he was just like a commentary guy. And JR, what's the story? that he, JR had him, had Macho come back to do some lines with him in the, you know, post-production or whatever. And Macho, like, loses his mind on JR and, like, grabs him no, by the cornered him. Corners him, yeah. Yeah. And I guess everybody was working him. All the guys in the back were just ribbing him, like, telling him that JR was screwing him over, making him come in and record all these lines, and Macho was like, he was always on edge. Yeah, he was on his roid rage, yeah. man. <laughs> but I think beyond that, he was just a loose cannon, but the roids didn't help. Yeah. JR said a lot of guys used to rib Savage just to get him worked up. Because it was easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I could see it, too, man. He's just ready to snap at any moment. But, like, so Dave and I are such marks <clears throat> that Saturday, before the Royal Rumble 2018, we drive to Philadelphia, not for the Rumble itself. <clears throat> hey, not for an NXT. Not for NXT. Which is what I thought when he said Philly. I was like, are you going to NXT? Not for House of Hardcore either. <laughs> Not for any wrestling events. Mm. We're going to watch Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson do a live podcast. 
That's what we drove four hours for. That's, Something to wrestle. That's the level of mark that we're at in our lives. So that kind of personifies the 80s and 90s wrestling fan who's hanging on. But I've hit that point where I'm almost watching to uh, hear the stories. Like, I'm not, that, yeah. that's more exciting to me right now. It's more exciting for me than the wrestling is the old stories of like uncovering all the truth. Have you listened to Bruce Pritchard's podcast at I've all? I've heard parts of it just because you talk about it. but I'm... So he was like Vince's right-hand man from, what, 87, 85? Up oh, until... 87 to like 2008. Yeah, except for like a little stint where he was gone. So he, he's like uncovering. He's I just like... think it's as closest to a Vince McMahon podcast or biography or whatever, autobiography we're ever going to get. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Tell all. Until Vince maybe finally does something mm-hmm. before he dies. I hope to God that happens. You don't Which, think it You will. brought that up in Philly, didn't you, when we were talking, how much money if someone got him to write a book before oh, he died. Oh, my God. Just to I, tell it all. I would think, you know, he's on his deathbed or something. Hopefully he doesn't die out of nowhere. He's got some time mm-hmm. to think about it, and he sits down and writes a book, because it would be amazing. I hope he has another 30 years. Hundred hundred years old. I want to see. Vince I hope they figure too. out. Yeah, strut down to the ring. Right, take a stunner at a hundred. Blow out two quads when he jumps in. <laughs> you ever, have you ever seen that moment when he dives into the ring? Yeah, it's awesome. He just sits there and yells at people. <laughs> Never breaks Classic. character. Never breaks. It's he's hilarious. A, he's like a mad but I'm a botched sit finish. There. So yeah, we're we're sitting there and you know we're watching Bruce Pritchard, Conrad Thompson, Al Snow comes out, uh, Oscar from Men on a Mission raps in front of us for no reason. <laughs> Uh, Terry Runnels is there, Hornswoggle. Terry Runnels isn't just there. She's sitting beside the two marks that are sitting front row at a wrestling podcast show. Right, yeah. And she with rolls, a dog in a stroller. <laughs> she rolls yes. up with a dog in a stroller. It's like, what? It's the most the Terry Runnels thing to do of all time. It Brian so Pillman's weird. love child was sitting right next to me. Right, yep. yeah. Old Dakota. And Brian, Brian Pillman's uh, son shows up. Yeah. He'll be on NXT soon, that? I'm sure. Boy, really? I thought that was odd. There's Gun Pillman. gimmick? What's that? Gun gimmick? <laughs> yeah. Huh? I'd sign him right Bring now. Bring it back. He's yeah. got a huge mullet. Like a, I'll tell you like what. Ultimate mullet. Looks the, like his dad. The Pillman's got a gun whole thing is amazing. Wasn't Some it? of the best piece of It's amazing. Ever. It was so good because it totally blurred the lines. Like, even though I was, like, 16, I was like, what's going on? Right. It, it seemed like It caught you television. in the story. I mean, it caught you in the story. See, that was after or before I got into it. Oh, okay. But- by the time I saw it, I kind of I already knew, like about it. Oh, okay. You already heard the, but the legend. Just watching it's crazy. And the it crazy is. thing about what? it is, if you were watching it then full time, they were still doing a complete PG paint by numbers jobber matches on Raw. Sean was champ a little bit, and then all of a sudden this segment happens. Yeah, it was just you're just was... watching TV and Austin's pulling a gun. Pillman saying the f word on TV. <laughs> it, did, it didn't make any sense. Like going with what else was going on. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Uh, so, taking that, like, right, taking... Because what wrestling was then was a bunch of gimmicks. It was like Duke the Dumpster Drossy at that time. Like, there was just, that was like the transition into the Attitude Era. To what's going on now, which, I mean, WCW, I guess, the NWO era kind of ushered in this era of people didn't have a gimmick anymore. They were So did DX. DX didn't have a gimmick. Well, they were Triple H. You know, they were the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, X-Pac. But, but That's Kev- not gimmicks, though. Well, they had character names. They're like Kevin, like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, just two guys, right? WCW started. WCW started with this thing where they started guys weren't because they wanted to break kayfabe so much mm-hmm. that guys didn't have a character anymore. They were just that person. I'm surprised Sting didn't become Steve Borden at some point. It got so bad. And then that's when Vince went to more realism stuff in '98, '99. Yeah. So now today, like you look at NXT, and I mean it's not across the board. But almost everybody's just that's their that's who they are. They're that guy. That's their name. They're that character. Yeah, but I mean, 
So you want the old school, like, they have to be a garbage man. <laughs> no, I don't. No, that's like, taking it too far. It is taking it too far. But you just want them to have nicknames. Give me a character. I, yeah, you need something to, like... Is it a nickname? Because they all, they all have characters. They all do character work and have gimmicks, per se. But just because they're not Sean the Heartbreak Kid Michaels... Yeah. Is that the difference? Because that's... We're really cutting lines thin here. It's a good what, question. What's, what's Adam Cole's gimmick? Yeah, what is his gimmick? What's Kevin Owens' gimmick? Because, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm confused. That That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what is... When you say... Like, when you said something about... Think of a, a guy like, you know... And this is just a random name I'm pulling out, but like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You know who he was. When you, Even when you said Diesel, you kind of got an idea of, like, who Diesel was, right? But Kevin Nash was just, like, a dude coming out, throwing the wolf pack up. But, like, when you say Adam Cole, like, who is he? You know, it's... It, that's... Is there a character there? Is the is the argument? Yeah, I think they're characters. I don't think they are. No, I don't think they're characters. I think that the gimmick is built into the person, right? Of what kind of person they are. I mean, Finn Balor has a gimmick. Yeah, you know yeah. whether it's arrogant heel or cool baby face or whatever it is. He still has a gimmick, even though his name's Finn Balor. It's not. You know, but his real gimmick would be the the demon. Like when that happens, that's his real gimmick. See, my perfect example is Braun Strowman. He's one of the rare guys right now who's a new guy who has a real gimmick. Like that's a he, he's what's a, his gimmick? Big and strong. He's a monster. Monster he's among men. Monster among men. He's just he's unstoppable. You know, there's something that like you, when you say like who is Braun Strowman, you could name th- things about him. When I hear the name Adam Cole, I'm like I don't what, I don't know what the name about the guy. Does that make sense? Kinda. But I think, I mean, if you watch these guys, they all have, you're just naming characteristics. Right. You know? Yeah. So, like, Alistair Black has characteristics. I mean, he's a striker, you know, athletic, all that stuff. Same as, it's no different than being big and strong. But I feel like most of the guys now have the same characteristics. It's like they all are high flyers. They're all. Well, that's. I don't think that's. There. I mean, there's plenty. The strong style guys aren't high flyers. Okay, well, there's okay, plenty of big monsters. That's true. You have those. Who are those two big dudes? I guess the other issue is that I don't pay attention to it enough. That's that's one. That's probably the biggest issue. Right. Is I'm not saying my argument is not that right now it's better than the mid '90s. That's that's not what my point ever was. Right. I'm saying in 2017. You guys are fine with watching the same shit you've been watching for ten years, <laughs> right? And that's insane. Well, no, twenty years yeah, because like, twenty years ago wasn't that great. Yeah, and it's like I can't watch Orton wrestle another match. No, I me can't either. do it. I'm down with the two. I can't watch Cena wrestle another match. And I personally, but Dave, if Cena comes out and wins the Elimination Chamber, yeah, I will mark out. Psyched. I will mark but out. But he's not even a Cena yep. fan, really. That's he, it. No, and it's for the fu- the comedy of it. He marks out for the fact that Vince will go against the grain. And dick I mean, people you watch over. it. Watch what WrestleMania is going to be. And it's going to be Undertaker, Cena, Triple H, The Rock. Right. I mean, they're all going to be in the main. And events. I have no desire yeah. to watch any of that. Right. And that's that, that's where the separation is happening. It's kind of crazy, right? Because like a lot of the old school fans want those old guys to come back, but then when they do, they just do the same thing. Just like Raw twenty five. We like, did talk about that. I I didn't like that show. It was I told you bad because it's the same skits. I I want to see Austin, but why can't Austin do something with? Balor. Yeah. Why can't Austin do something with uh, who else is on Raw? One of the top games. Dude. Give me a top baby face or heel or something. Rain, uh, Rain's the bad example. Seth. But you see what I mean? Yeah, Seth. Seth why Rollins, can't like they interrupt? Why, you know, the only one segment was good was the DX because I liked how they put over the Balor Club. Right. They and then squash revival. But, you're, but you don't want them to put over people. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah, I want to no, no, you want Cena to win. No, I'm oh, no, talking about the, it it, give me segments. Ow. I find it. Here's the, okay, here's a good example. Triple H, right? Mm-hmm. I can't stand Triple H. But when he wins, like, when, when he comes out and, like, wins a match, it makes me laugh really hard because it's like, why in the hell would Vince still be putting this guy over? There's no reason to. He's already over monumentally. And, and Triple H now, over the past couple of years, has backed off mm-hmm. on crushing, burying people. But Kinda. back in the day, he would bury everybody, and it was it was really irritating. But now it's like you, I mean, look you, at you Survivor see it Series. coming, so it's comical. What he buried everyone, right? Well, yeah, it's still okay. It's still happening. Yeah, I'm thinking back to be a reason they keep going back to the well. You, you want to know why I think so? Is because I think guys like you go, we won, <laughs> and I think that the younger kids are they're in it for. Oh, the younger kids see Triple H come out, and they're like, who the hell is this guy? Well, yeah. And What's this old man doing and, out and here? And to them, it's all new, so they don't really know, and it's all different. But to you guys, you won, because the old guy won. Right. And you remember, like, you know what I mean? Well, it's like when it's I was- It's not a, fun to watch. It's like when I was a kid, and Dusty Rhodes came out on WWF, and I'm like, who's this Reading, old yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know who this dude is. Backlund. But, but I guarantee some 30-year-olds were like, oh, man, Dusty Rhodes is here, and they're ruining him. They put him mm. in polka dots. Like, they I ruined his whole character. I that now, as I got older, that people would see these people. And that, back when we were like, huh? Who's this guy? And they were probably like, man, they don't they don't respect Dusty's in WWE now, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the run was in Flair and WWF. I didn't know who Ric Flair was. Like he comes in. I mean, I, I kind of knew, but I didn't know like the legend. But it was, it, and, and you see him, and he's like a forty-year-old man. Like this guy's old. I don't know what this guy's even doing here. But so do that's you, what's going on right now. It's but a, do you want to watch that? Do you want to watch a five-hour pay-per-view of that stuff? I want a good which mix. part. Give me a mix. Like they were, they had real good stuff going. And I'm fine with the mix, saying. but I mean, there's great matches going on all over the place. Yeah, there are. And you're gonna, you're gonna watch it and go, I don't get it. It's bad. You know that's why? insane to me. Matches don't draw money. It, it's it's unfortunate that the best matches in the world are unless you're they in, don't hit. I don't think wrestling hits the casual viewer like wrestling. Right, maybe like wrestling. the wrestling match itself. And they need to not. do a better job to showcase that. Maybe yeah. you're right, mm-hmm. but that doesn't change the fact that it's worth. Like to, it, I don't want to watch it. No, 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 yeah, absolutely. And, the, and the Rob would rather watch the in-ring wrestling right now is unbelievable. Like, right, the, the, the matches people are putting on the ring right now are probably the best. I guess like, and the worst of it is happening in WWE. They're putting on the worst matches. Right, but they're still putting on five-star people. But remember the hardcore oh, wrestling five-star matches. Well, I mean, look at okay. If you go back in time and watch Raw, what like, C- you go back, maybe Cena AJ might have been five stars. Well, think every week. Every week you've got guys coming out there. Look at Sh- Sasha and uh, and Sasha's never put on a five star match in her life. Well, just just, run, just roll with me here. Sasha and Oscar, right? They wrestled on Raw and they put on a hell of a match. Here's- like that should be saved. And it's that's no. It's the the problem is there's too much wrestling now. There's too yes. much time put into wrestling, so you, you need more content. So and there's not enough character development. So you're just throwing people out there. They're just having these incredibly long. Uh, pay-per-view quality, top-level quality matches, just as throwaways on, on Raw. SmackDown, superstars. No yeah. Remember the late '90s when the hardcore wrestling got exciting. Foley was doing tables, chairs, and barbed wire, and then it really got popular. Right. But by like 2002, we we're like, come on, enough of this stuff already. Exactly. They're giving us too go? many good matches. Would you agree with that? You think they're overkilling it? WWE is. You don't think that they're giving away too many good matches? Well, uh, but let me phrase it this way. Maybe the matches aren't good, but they're trying to give us matches on that level. Like they're giving a match on Raw 25 minutes, thinking this is going right. to be 
a five-star classic. It might not be the people that like watch outside of WWE, but they're they're killing it for the WWE. Maybe, but that's always been their thing. I mean, they will always do, you know, the do the same match four times on Raw and then the next week on Raw and then it's going to be a tag team on... But, but see, back in the day, it wasn't like that. And mm-hmm. I, I guess the issue Which is... Which I'm not arguing back in the day. What, but the... Uh, see, here's here's where it comes to like a, an issue is like there's too much time, right? Raw's three hours long. It's too much. Back when Raw was an hour or two hours, you'd have squash matches. You'd have guys come out and you'd have either a promo or you'd have a... I don't know. You'd have something instead of a 25-minute match. You'd have a, a five-minute squash match or you'd have... I, I just go back and watch old Ross. Like they didn't have these super long two commercial break matches. Like we're, these guys are wrestling through like two commercials, and nobody's paying attention to it. So, and, and yeah, I mean, what's your favorite? Is New Japan your favorite federation right no, probably now? Probably NXT. As as NXT is probably okay NXT. as far as match quality. Yeah. Okay, so. NXT That's why I don't. What? What, and NXT, I have more access to. NXT is an hour long too. Right. So sure. you're you're getting a very small amount of right. content. Right. And it is re- it is wrestling. I mean, they do not do a lot of promo work. Yeah. But that's yeah, that's what I'm there for. That's I what you like. See, but I'm a boxing fan. I'm a MMA fan. I want to watch these guys perform. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which and character is, works great, and telling a story in the ring is amazing. Like, that's the story I want to see is in the ring. Yeah. I don't need, you know, a backstage locker room segment. I don't need it. I don't really see, need it. See, and that's why there, there's no disagreement at all. I, I get why he – and I see why there's an audience for it now because there was the late – if you think in the 2000s, the MMA really took off. That yeah. became popular. And I think wrestling – is MMA still on a – did you really follow it deep? Mm-hmm. Is it still on a level it was in 2006 or is it bigger? Because I lost it's, track of it. It goes probably back bigger. It's probably it bigger. bigger. Yeah, it's probably bigger than it was then. And is WWE tried or wrestling as a whole try to make like make that their style now? Is that they, where they're no, at? No, they've just brought some MMA uh, a little bit with the strikers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think British Strong Style has a little bit of that in it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's becoming more global too. So you're getting everybody now instead of just WWE style. You're yeah. getting all these guys mixing their mixing their styles in. Maybe I don't watch a lot, but I've told you, Rob. Like when I got into wrestling as a kid and what Vince was doing, like I wasn't watching NWA, I wasn't watching Global Wrestling, whatever else there was. AWA. Yeah. Like I was watch. I I didn't like wrestling matches, and I'm not sure I still do. <laughs> He's not- <laughs> like I didn't get into yeah. re- and that's the difference here. Like, yeah, that's I got the into Vince because he was this sports entertainment TV show. Yeah, when he was little, he had the Mountie shock stick and the boss man who locked him up in prison. You know what I mean? It <laughs> right. was goofy stuff. Yeah, it was your cartoons, and that's it. And that's and why to me, it's a sport. When I grew right. up on that. Now, see, I'm in the middle. See, right? Because I do love that sort of crap, like the the, the goofy off the wall kind of stuff. But I also like Benoit was my favorite wrestler of all time. I mean, he put on some of the Benoit, Triple H, and Sean at Mania that one year was Can one of my you favorite that matches. Name? Oh right, when you Crispin, yeah. uh, Crispin Benoit. Can you update this? Um, but like, the, the, I love uh, Benoit Guerrero. Those guys, like, the matches they put on, he can't stand it, I, and I don't know why. Like, it, it just doesn't. You just don't care about it. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a fundamental. That's that's yeah, yeah, it's a fundamental. That's not has anything to do with wrestling or anything. And you know, I didn't think about it until you said that, Danny. It's like maybe. What's going on right now is that MMA got big, so a lot of these guys come from somewhat of a striker MMA background, and the, and the MMA fans enjoy like general uh, real competition. Because wrestling is more, re- it's as real as it's been. 
since I've watched it in 30-some years. Like when the, I watch wrestling, it's as real as it gets right now, yeah. I think. I, I, like, I guess like the 2000s like SmackDown, when Angle and all those guys that were was on SmackDown. That Lesner was and them. close, yep. but they were all juiced up and gigantic yeah. Yeah. freaks. Now everybody's leaner. They all kind of look the same. That's another thing that I always notice. And as an old school fan, it bothers me. Is and like, I miss my six six to ninety. Right, guys aren't huge anymore. Like that's and that's just because Vince had to back it off because he can't have guys on steroids killing well, themselves die, and yeah, other people. Half his roster, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's not only. I mean, look at AJ Styles. He's the best wrestling in the world right mm-hmm. now. Right, I can agree yeah. with that. He's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, six foot, but not fifteen. Is that max, legit? I don't max. know. If that's, yeah, I'd I say max. Know. Probably. I mean, Aleister Black is six foot. I think they bill him at 206 just so he's not a cruiserweight. But, I mean, he does not look small in there. No, because everybody else is smaller. Like, But he would look small in 1999. When Sean, well, how right. tall is Sean? 6'2"? When Sean was on top in 96, he was the small guy. Him and yeah, Brett yeah. were the two small guys. And they're actually, by today's standards, they'd be... Above average height. That's a good example. He sticks out to me today. He's my favorite to watch right now of everybody on TV. And I'm glad he's champ. I wish there was one belt and he was just champ of the whole company. Because his matches, it it seems like every time he wrestles, it's different. Yeah. The matches, he he looks at his opponent and he. I it's can't around, match but some of the guys on TV, they still just. Yeah, it's I'm all the older my guys. Four moves. I'm hitting my four it's moves. It, it's all the older guys. I can call an Orton match with my eyes closed. Wow, oh, yeah. Cena's got five things right. he does. Yeah, of course, the five yeah. knuckle. Yeah, so like. <laughs> it's true. The five. I mean, if doom. you want people switching it up, like you don't like that Gargano, Cena Almas match that happened the other night. Well, uh, there like, was things in there that you have never seen before in a wrestling ring. True, and you would rather watch. Cena do the flying shoulder blocks. No, I wouldn't. No, I, I would not. That's but where, I would that's watch. Where you, have a, you have a misunderstanding. Yes. So, like, you would I, rather watch these guys. I would like the okay. So number one, we were watching that match on Dave's phone while waiting for Bruce Prichard to yes, come we out. Were. Like it was not the right environment. Number one, um, we but, were one of fifteen million people on their phones watching NXT. Right. Yeah, because they wouldn't have it on the TVs in the place for some Which reason. Is weird. Uh, so we're. Watching that, and let's see if I how can I how can I explain this exactly? It's like it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's not that I don't like it. I feel like just like Dave said about hardcore wrestling, hardcore wrestling when in like the late '90s was freaking amazing. Like I, I loved it. I I, I bought the, death, the the Japanese deathmatch tapes with like FMW guys and Strangle Mania with the ICP and all these mm-hmm. stupid like hardcore wrestling things, and they kept up in the ante. So then like it 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 it, it was like the the peak when uh, they had tables, ladders, and chairs with the Hardys, Edge yeah. and Christian, well, and Dudleys. Watch a pay per view in 2000, 2001, and every match would have something in it then that was hardcore, and it yeah. just was overkill. Chair shots, ladders, the heads, tables. tables. It was nuts. So they pushed it to a point where it was like, we obviously can't go any further with this, or somebody's going to die. You know what I mean? It, it, because we were so desensitized to it that it, was, it didn't mean anything anymore. I'm kind of to that point with. The style of wrestling that the main event at NXT, I feel like I've seen it a million times. So I don't know. Maybe and this also, I I may have just been a wrestling fan for too long. I also may be overcritical. And yeah, no matter I what happens, Styles doesn't hit seventy moves a match. I'll right. say that much. It, it's just hard to keep up. It's psychology, and I don't. Man, I we could you know you can talk about what psychology means to wrestling all day long but to me there's just there's something missing in the matches uh jericho and omega i thought that match was awesome yeah. like they did an awesome yes. job of telling a story and I also uh what was the match after i can't think of the the dude's name who's the top new japan guy uh okada 
Yeah, no, Okada against uh, I can't think of that guy. Naito. Excellent. I I loved it. I, I thought that match was really cool. But I I wonder if I liked it because it wasn't WWE because it looked different because I like the way the New Japan ring looks and how. New Japan feels like a sport when you're watching it. It's like these yeah. guys are putting on a sp- they're competing. It's almost like it's almost like it'd be cool if there was a wrestling federation where they didn't pick a winner until like towards the end of the match and the ref was like, "Hey, you're going to go over." You know what I mean? Like it would be cool to have that because then you, the guys wouldn't know what's happening next and they'd almost be competing to put on the best match possible instead of already knowing the outcome. Can I say this about New Japan? Yeah. I uh I've watched a little bit of it around that Jericho storyline and with the Cody Rhodes stuff. And I think I wish there was more New Japan on American television because it's the closest to the wrestling I liked in the late 90s with the angles, the turns. Like that Jericho was the best Jericho since his feud with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and he's swearing. A lot of attitude behind it. The blood, the realism to it. Like that's the wrestling I like is the realism to it. Yeah. And I think with the moves, it's hard for me to think it's real when Johnny Gargano is taking 75 backflip power bonds. But maybe it's not understanding because I'm thinking more of the age, the age gap again is what we watched told us that this one move can end the match. Right. And now it's yeah. There's not really the there's not really and a that, finisher anymore. Yeah, right? I it's think not, you guys right. you guys have problems with like false finishes. Yeah. Yes. See, I. Don't you like that? I don't really like it. I mean, like the Gargano one where they were just going back and forth. I liked it because after about two, you're like anyone can win this. Like True. each one, right. once you get to that point in the match, each anyone could finish it. Yeah. So it's almost like when I watch, like when you watch soccer, and it's zero zero, and people are like, oh, not a lot's happening, nothing's really happening, but you know, you see these goals build from the back, and that kind of excitement and adrenaline builds, and then there's a shot, and it's like, oh. Oh, and he went over, and then they're back again, and going the other way. Like, and there's just up and down, and there's mm-hmm. a story being told, and people are selling, and it's. And I will say about it's that, all in, it's but it's all in one match. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, I yeah. can watch, it and it's all in one match. I, I don't think you get that with the main roster these days. No, and well, I, I man, I don't know. Like, we were watching that match, and maybe those guys were selling. Like, if they'd hit a big move, they would sell. Right, they would lay there for a little bit, and it was. It seemed like it, that's why it, I guess it took so long because they'd hit a big move. Both guys would be down, like totally wiped out. But you, during the falses, when they were twenty minutes into the false finishes, you got up and left I at did. one point <laughs> and came back ten minutes later, and it was still. And you were like, finishes. "How did it end?" Because it was it the you, you were seeing too much, and it was still continuing. I came back. And oh it, yeah, you it, came it back. Still 10 on. minutes later, I'm still on. It was just like uh, it was. It was the wrong setting, number one. And maybe I need to sit down and take the time to really invest in it. Maybe I'm I'm writing it off as this is a bunch of Cirque de Soleil false finish. These guys are just trying to one up each other the whole entire time. But don't you want to see that? Uh, What's yeah. more entertaining to watch? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. But so, I want like a good. I want to care about the guys too, and I don't watch well, it see, enough to care about. Yeah, the guys. that's that's a problem. If you watch one match every six months. You have no backstory. You care about these guys because you've been with them since 2000. See, the tough thing is, like, MMA. Like, the guys have stories. Some of the guys do. Some of the guys, the newer guys, don't really have a story. But you have a win-loss record to follow, right? And that win-loss record kind of, like, puts these guys... It's like, oh, man. And, And you know their skills. You can watch their... You can kind of watch the progression of their career, I guess, as they're going from fight to fight, and they don't fight every week, which is another big part of it. Yeah, and They're that's fighting. one of the reasons why New Japan's so much better. I mean, that WWE schedule 
I get they burning. can't put. I get they can't put on those matches because of that schedule. I right. Can, that's why New Japan will always put on better matches because they have what eight major things a year, and they don't really do like a lot of house shows and stuff like that. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, that might be one of the major factors. Is when we were kids, wrestling was once or twice a week for an hour, and that was it. So you you like were anticipating it. Now it's like and there was a rotation Lord, of guys because it was only an hour long, and you had other you had to federations wait a couple weeks to see a guy. Yeah, and you had WCW, WWF. I mean, there was so many guys going around, and uh, also I guess maybe is another thing too is back then a guy like Steve Austin had a decade to to train and get ready before he became Stone Cold. You know now you got a guy out there who's been in the federate. He's been around for maybe five years. Yeah, but and there's no then, build to the world title anymore. Right. There's Titles no mean nothing. Yeah. Braun, the they've kind of brought that back with Brock. Brock's made the title mean something. And AJ. And AJ has, mm-hmm. too, yeah. At least they're making the world titles mean something. But these guys that are coming up now that you never heard of in NXT have, I mean, Aleister Black, when he was Tommy End, he has 12, 15 years in the indies. True, okay. You know? yeah. Pete so, Dunne's been in this, the indies since he was 14 years old. Really? Okay. So, like, these guys have put it... I mean, they are not green wrestlers. Okay. It's just you don't know who they are. Yeah. So, immediately, you would rather pick who you know than who you don't, which I get. Yeah. But I look at, what do I what do I rather want to watch? Like, I would rather watch Defiant Wrestling sometimes, which is on YouTube from the UK. Okay. That I know three people in that thing, but the matches are just more fun to watch, you yeah. know? Yeah, I guess that, uh, you know, the, the the fact that they've been on the indies for so long, I think, maybe how long ago was this? When the WWE farm system was going on, and they were bringing up all these guys that weren't trained that long, right? It seems like recently... Give me an example. Michael Brock. McGillicuddy. Uh, that whole era of those guys, like Dolph Ziggler, these guys sure, kind of yeah, were okay. like, they were trained by WWF or E, and then they came onto the roster... And only a couple of them really succeeded because they didn't have enough time. Now it seems like, which is a good thing, you've got guys who have been on the indies for years and they're bringing them in, letting them use their characters. And this is new. This is brand new. Maybe it's the lack of backstory talent. I mean, maybe that's why we're not invested into it. Because to me, I'm a... Yeah, tell I'm that a, story. I watch it a lot, I'm, I, but I consider, I guess, I'm more of a Vince guy that I'm not watching anything else outside of it. So when we were just talking, me and you earlier, when Finn, ba- I was asking you questions about Finn Balor. Who is Finn Balor? What is Finn Balor? Because Vince hasn't really told me what Finn Balor is. Yeah, like, right. He tells no backstory. He, he doesn't even tell an NXT backstory, yeah. let alone a right. you know, beyond that. Like, you don't know anything about Prince Devitt. Like, because all, cause all they mention is he's won belts all over the world. They don't even say Japan. And that's shocking that he even says that. Usually, Vince, it's just this guy came out of the blue. There's Prince. Yeah. Uh, there's Finn Balor. Yeah. I mean, you know, imagine if they would build a backstory with this guy is a two time. New Japan World Heavyweight Champion, a three-time Junior Heavyweight World Champion, a two-time Ring of Honor Champion. Like, right. if you tell those stories, and then even if you don't know who this guy is, you're like, oh shit! Like, yeah, he's been this, around. This he's guy has like, you know, Ricochet. Tell all the belts that Ricochet have won. A, a thousand at this point. Well, here, here's the funny thing, and this is my Vince mind thinking again. Then uh, people want to go look, watch that. Maybe. Right. Would might... the casual fan be interested in the two-time IWGP heavyweight champion? Yeah, See, I'm thinking more of give me a Finn Balor, make up a backstory. <laughs> and that's the mentality of a lot of WWE fans, you know yeah. what I mean? What, he's actually part demon? Yeah, maybe. He came from you this know what demon I mean? world. Like, right, you know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah, and they just make up some ridiculous story. But well, give that, me something. But that is, there's, I guess there's issues there, right? Because Vince doesn't own that stuff. Vince always is against things he doesn't own. He won't even mention them. I'm surprised Jericho was allowed to wear a New Japan shirt. I can't believe they get away with the club. The club, yeah. People keeping like, their names now. I think that Triple H is finally, I think he's starting to, I don't know if Tim or who it is, but somebody is getting that message across. Like, Triple, hey, man. Triple H is. These guys have a history. Like, yeah. you've got to mention, if you want them to mean something to people, you've got to mention the history. And Vince, if they're not from WWE, from the ground up, he's not going to mention you, their stuff. You can't ignore the internet anymore either. They used to, but now that they're in your hands, I mean, the six-year-old can type in Finn Balor and find out. Right. He might not. That's why. Tell me on television, you know. Yeah. Well, like Quit, Samoa Joe, you can't I, insult us. Samoa Joe's one of those guys. Like I love Samoa Joe, and love like, if if you, I, I, yeah, because he, he's totally different. He's different from. He's like he's like a better Kevin Owens but to me what, because he. But has, what's his gimmick? He just he doesn't need a gimmick. He looks he's Samoa. He's Samoan. Okay, that's he looks different. <laughs> that means uh, that's like being tall is a gimmick. That's yeah. Well, I mean you're right. I mean okay, I get what you're saying, but at least he's different. Like to I, me, I, his I gimmick is he's stiff. He's yeah. He's, he's that's it. Strong style, yeah. and I think that's why he's not. But if that was not really if, over right if now, if that was no, the case, not. then you wouldn't like him. What if he if his gimmick was strong style? Because you don't really like strong style. No, I do like. You get me. I guess I'm displaying what I mean wrong whenever I make fun of stuff. I'm usually just making fun of things sarcastically because it's fun. I, I enjoy making fun of wrestling. I really enjoy making fun of wrestling. As right. a wrestling fan, one of my favorite parts of it is making fun of it. It's, it's I get a, a real joy out of it. And even during the, the good times, we used to call each other during Thunder and just laugh trash all over it there was it was bad there was there was bad stuff when you had the superstars there was a website back in the late 90s early 2000s called wrestle crap Mm -hmm. wrestle crap was my favorite website because they put everything that was ever bad that happened in wrestling on this website and i loved it because i i just enjoy bad wrestling so it's not saying that i enjoy a bad wrestling match it's not saying that i want it to be bad but what i am saying is that i get a lot of humor out yeah. of watching horrible things and because professional wrestling as a whole like from WCW to WWE like there's been a lot of crap and there's and, an old go ahead and New Japan doesn't have that because they're more of a sport right it's and, and Ring of Honor doesn't have that because it's more of a sport yeah so you can't make fun of it so it's treated real yeah it's treated like a real thing and I I, I totally respect it but I also love the art of making fun of how ridiculous it is because the, it's a weird there is a quote that most of wrestling sucks yeah, but when it's good, it's really good. There's yeah. moments where you're like, "Wow, I lo- I watch all the crap to see that." Yeah, well, and I'll that's the you, life of a wrestling fan. Like just recently, like the things that stand out in my mind, um, like Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. That match stood out in my mind because it was like, "Good lord, those guys!" Like that match falls out. Terrible. It was, it was so dumb, but but the spectacle of it, right? Like it was just. It's one of the ones that stands out in my mind. Like it's just that one hell of a. A spectacle of a match. Man. I don't think it was a great match. But it was. It was. Had a, balls. It, it, it had two spots in it. Yeah. Right, two big spots. Yeah, and pop up power bomb on the cage, and yeah, there's was, was a couple of spots. Yeah, not really. But see, I personally thought it was one of the better Hell in a Cells there ever was, and that's the difference there. And, and I, this might be because we're used to fully jumping off of cells mm-hmm. and like crazy things happening. So if nothing crazy happens, it's like, oh, that's kind of a lame. Did hell you in watch a cell. the War Games match? Yeah. I did. What you think? I didn't like you didn't it. Like it? Did you like it? Yeah. Did you like it? I was mixed. I thought it was slow. I didn't like the role. Yeah. Of well, the, I think uh, with that many people, there's too yeah. many guys. Have to be. Yes, I didn't like the role of the guys just all going in at once. Mm-hmm. 
it sped it up too quick and then dragged it down. Like, you didn't have these one-on-one encounters. You didn't yeah. have the story of three-on-one, two-on-one. But then again, back in the day, I look back at working matches, I really didn't like them that much. They weren't it's, that it's good. It's the nostalgia factor. Uh, yeah, it. I don't really remember the original ones. Because there was just, you get that many guys in rings, and it's just, it, it slows it down. It There's no story to it. It's just punch, weak punch, weak kick. Yeah. Now, if I'm looking at, like, uh, you know, guys like Finn Balor, guys like Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, the guys who are coming up right now who can go out there in AJ Styles, and they can put on a hell of a match with anybody. I enjoy watching their matches, but how many times can I watch it before I'm like, well, what are they going to do now that's going to excite me? And how, why? And when they give it away for free on Raw, why are you going to get excited for it on a pay-per-view? Why are you going to get all pumped up at a WrestleMania? You know, yeah, I think we're kind of arguing two different things then, because I I think your problem is is you're, that you're going to get bored with it. That I'm already assuming that yes. I'm going to get bored yeah. with it. I like yeah, the goofy probably. stories, you know, what which I, mean? I don't mind. But you got to give me something more than the same like, five wrestlers main eventing pay per views. The Jericho Kevin Owens feud, one of the best feuds of the year last year. Mm-hmm. The payoff at Mania wasn't fantastic, but the feud was awesome. Like, they built that thing up beautifully, and it was well done. And it was a good mixture of good in-ring wrestling, but also a great story. And Jericho... I think Jericho's the best in, there is right as now. As time goes on, Besides. he's one of my favorites of all time. Top mm-hmm. three, probably. Just because of the lasting power, being able to change his character, always puts on a good match. It's, he's always doing something awesome, no matter who he's working with. You don't watch any NXT last year, did you? No, I really. I mean, I watched a little bit, and that was, that was the other issue. I don't watch. Man, Alistair Black in that Velveteen Dream, yeah, had a great feud, great build up to that match that we watched, mm-hmm. and the yes, match was amazing. It was really good, very good. One of my favorite and matches. The build up, they didn't wrestle once. There was no setup matches. There was no belt on the line. It was just pure character work and writing. Was there right. contact? Was there uh, much yeah, a little bit. A little it? bit. Okay. See, they have an hour a week, right? Right. So you don't have to. It's the time. It but, is the time. But they, but they don't have. I mean, look how many wrestlers on the main roster. You don't think you can fill it with other stuff? Oh, than they the could. Same thing. They could. Yeah. I mean, it could be done. It's also laziness, I think, on a, on a portion of it. And I don't blame the wrestlers at all. I think they yeah. are having the best matches of their lives. I just think the writing is. It's I don't I don't know how they I I sit there sometimes Everyone say Vince has watched so much wrestling you know he's behind the curtain watching every show I just don't know how sometimes he watches a show and he's like it's totally satisfied with it phenomenal well, those Vince, are fire everyone on SmackDown right? it has been it has been said before that like Vince focuses on top guys so like he'll have a couple I top guys it. and he puts all of his effort into those guys and the rest of it he's like ah whatever the hell happens I mean so yeah it's care. obvious yeah. Look at Rollins. I mean, Rollins was putting on the most amazing matches, was on top of his game. With Triple, with Triple H. H. Was, I mean, he was like the star of Raw, and now he's nothing. Well, look at it's Finn. Like, yeah. They pushed Finn up. He was huge. Gave him the belt. Got hurt. Separated his shoulder Rollins because of Rollins. Because that's what Rollins, that was like his thing for two years, mm-hmm. just hurting everyone. It was yeah. that, that throw <laughs> power ball. Brett. And then, yeah, and, <laughs> and Sting. Uh, oh, Sting, yeah. yeah. It, and Sting. that was it. Finn's never going to... He might not sniff that belt again. He should. Fowler? Or Balor? Yeah. He it's should. Not, not Scott Fowler. <laughs> Finn Balor. <laughs> also, probably won't. No, but he he should. I mean, right now, he might be the top guy on Raw. Yeah. 
I but like he might also he might also like be a, a lot. he might also be a workhorse. He's the kind of guy who doesn't need a belt to get over. Well, you know and what I mean? That's the thing, and you don't need to give. You're going to sell as much merch if he has a belt as if he doesn't. Yeah. And so that, they and look the, at it as give someone the belt who's going to sell. That's going to boost merch. Yeah. I think they're dropping the ball on not running with Triple H and Finn Balor right now. And I, I believe I think they had I something want coming to do out with that, that match. Why not? Give Finn the the rub at Mania because a they probably have Triple H win. Well, they teased it. I don't think Triple H would win. I think not he's at done Mania. Winning. At Mania, yeah. no. I think because he at Clash of Champions or something like that. <laughs> yes, Triple H probably wins. Yeah, but no. I I don't know what H has left that I want to see him do in a ring. No, I, well, he's it's the same match over and over. You know again. what I mean? I've seen it a million times, but I think that he still has. Well, I don't know. I, I, this this is once again maybe we're too old to think that he has some sort of leverage that would get somebody over. Kids I mean, they should have gave Finn the Cena rub. Would you rather see Finn against Triple H at WrestleMania or Finn against The Miz? Because that's the rumored match right now. Yeah. The Intercontinental title Lord. match. Finn. And I want to pretend. What, what helps Finn more? Winning the Intercontinental title from Miz or beating Pro- Triple H? Probably Triple H. I'd rather see Triple H. And but I think there's a good the Miz story there. amazing in the ring. I think the Balor Club Miz gets is a good what? push. He's not amazing in the ring. Right, so not. it's not like you're giving me. He's the WWE style to a T. See, Miz is a good example Which of I a like. character. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's a great character. I'm fine. You want a great wrestler. Yes. You want to come out and give me an eight minute Miz promo? I'm great with it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, certain guys are Give just me something that's going to make me laugh. That's why like, I like a lot of the UK stuff. Those characters make me laugh during a match. My favorite wrestler is Marty Skrull. He's small, probably weighs a buck 95. He's not a high flyer, but every match I laugh. I yeah. mean, his character work is to a T. Like, it's so good that I'll watch it and I'll smile the entire time. Yeah, I, comedy wrestling works. I mean, it's never going to get you a world title, but it'll definitely no. keep you in the keep you on the game. But like you were saying, why isn't you? You think Bauer, Balor should be uh, like on a Cena level? I think he's too small. Vince is never going to see him. I don't think too him. small exists anymore. In WWE. In Vince's mind, it does. In Vince's mind, it does, but Vince is also senile in 93. Until he dies, Big's still going to matter. You know what but I mean? what Vince thinks is and what, you know, everyone else does, I mean, listen to the reaction. Hell, Cena was apologizing for it. Yeah. Because he knew. What? I'm sorry, I beat Finn. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, really? I didn't he was see beating that. him, and he was apologizing during the match because he's like, I shouldn't. This <laughs> he this pinned him, and he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, crowd. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to beat him. It's kind of funny. Ha ha. But there it is. You dropped Finn out on Raw. Yeah, there it is. You buried your your young stud to a part-timer who would rather do the Marine 17. And Philly was so burned out on wrestling, they didn't even care at the end of the show. They were just like, get me out of here. We've been here for three days, and we got SmackDown tomorrow. Right. They're already done with it. Yeah. You know, it's it's partially Vince's fault. I'm going to blame him partially. Yeah. For for making wrestling his – he 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 won, right? He beat everybody, so it became his style of wrestling. That's what what everybody like you're accustomed to now. With the internet blowing everything wide open, it's like you can find whatever you want anywhere. So it seems like, and we talked about this on last podcast, like MLW Major League Wrestling, like the do you know what MLW is? Mm-hmm. Like the whole network, the podcasting network. They have a a small federation now. Like I feel like those guys have enough power with Conrad and everybody who's tied into it, and all the old guys who now do podcasts on there that they could make a legitimate quality company and I'm not saying it's going to beat WWE because I don't think that's an achievable goal it's for, too much history for decades it would, it would take decades to do that but because of just how big the company is 
Um, but they could put on a better product, I think, without I, a doubt. I think if New Japan spoke English one yeah, and had a legitimate streaming option here. They have New Japan World online and stuff, but if they had a legitimate streaming app or any kind of deal that they could get in and spoke English. Yeah, the language barrier is big. but They would be still second. But well, I think it, somebody needs to take it New would, Japan it would style be and very tight. Bring it to America. Just what they do, bring it to America. Here's what I think too. We're in an era where everyone wants to get to WWE because that's what they grew up watching. Everybody grew up. I got to make it to WWE. So you even see guys like Ricochet signing with WWE. Just just to it's work a dream. There. I yeah, I drew, but I think that might come to an end. That's what, and that's the point I'm getting to. I think as the years go by, now that we have the internet, there's more wrestling. Like there's a lot more wrestling than there ever was out there right oh, now. Oh yeah. That I, I think this generation now that's growing up on it. Who's to say in ten years maybe they? I don't want to work for WWE. My goal is to be here. Well, I don't, don't want to work. Here. I don't want to work five nights a week. Because there are you know a, I mean? a lot of people that think WWE's goofy and silly and don't want anything to do with it. So with all this action, could another company? Because I don't. I want to be here, not there. I want to be a Ring of Honor, not yeah. WWE. I would love a product where the guys. It's like an MMA UFC kind of thing where the guys work once every like two, three, four months. And that's what New Japan almost is. I, I mean, would love a, that. It's a little, you know, more condensed. But I think if you look, like, they have to give Shinsuke that belt, or at least this push right now, because once his contract up, end of the year? I so think he's you, gone. If you bring – that's it. You think if, so? You think he's out? Yeah, yeah If you bring gone. him up, you give him the terrible push that you gave him. You make him a lumberjack in one of the damn lumberjack matches. Right. Two years, he's going to go back to Japan. What do you think those, like, Japan guys are going to think? He's going to be huge. I put on Facebook. And what do you think guys coming up going, well, we can sign with New Japan or we can go to WWE? Well, look what they did to Shinsei, the, a stud yeah. in Japan. Like, are they going to do that? Look what they're doing to Finn, a well, stud well, over there. look what just happened at the Rumble. And Two I was New Japan stars won. Yeah. Asuka and, like, you think that, I mean, obviously WWE is like, oh, shit. Because we got to do something they're here. They're going to start losing. These guys are going to do one-run contracts and be gone. They saw Jericho and Omega, and they were like, well, oh, crap. Yeah. They're catching us. Vince yeah. has a habit of doing this, though, through all the years. When a guy's getting close to being done, their deal, he gives them the mega push, and they resign. Right. It's like this psychology and game he plays And then again on. after they yep. sign the deal. And as soon as they sign, right back down. Because I was excited for Nakamura, even though I didn't watch a whole lot of it, because I'd seen that New Japan stuff I started watching on Access towards the end. I was like, wow, this guy's pretty cool. And he signed there, and within six months, I could have cared less, right. thanks to WWE television. And on NXT, he was huge. Him. NXT, he was very open. And it's because you did. They kept putting him in these bad spots. On TV. What was he feuding with Corbin? Who was he feuding with there for? Uh, I don't it even was know. so Remember, forgettable. Well, he came, I don't even know. he came up and like interrupted The Miz as his first, like his debut. Yeah. And then The Miz bounced and went to run. It was like, yep. okay, now it's like you didn't think, you didn't see that coming? Like, what are you guys doing? It, I know. It doesn't and make sense. And they're going to lose them. And then these young guys, listen, there's money. Look at Cody Rhodes making good money. Yeah. The Young Bucks are probably making more money than half the WWE roster. Probably a Three quarters of the WWE roster, and probably having a hell of a lot more fun. And six years ago, guys would have jumped to sign that contract. You know what I mean? But now you have guys saying, "No, I'm good." Uh, yeah, I don't think the Young Bucks ever come over. They're making too much money. I think it's too late now. They've been around for so long. It would be. It, I mean, Styles. He's one of those guys. I thought that's never going to happen. Right. Uh, yes. And so he you're actually right. did. He finally made the jump over. And he's one of those rare guys who made the jump and got respected. Like he actually has respect, even though he's on SmackDown. He has respect. You know, it's it's like uh, Vince brings you in. It's always the classic. He'll bring you in no matter how big you are, shove you down, like to make you 
to, to tame you or whatever it is to, you know, make you worthy of being on the roster. And then eventually you'll work your way back up kind of. But like, I don't think that's going to fly in no, five, think, 10 more years. I think because there's going to be legitimate options. Because and you can get content anywhere. There's going to be legitimate options. The internet and the way he's treating these guys now. I mean, these UK guys are not going to want to come over with the way he's putting. I mean, what, you've seen Pete Dunn five times. They did that tournament, and then it was like. You know what I mean? It was never mentioned again. He, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate last year was probably match of the year. No one saw it. They didn't promote it. Apparently, you didn't see that Roman Reigns John Cena match. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I didn't, but I could probably spell it out. You could, yeah, you could name the mat, the moves as yeah. they went down. But so let's let's switch gears for a second. Let's talk women's wrestling because if there's one thing that's coming up that was it's been around since the '80s, I always thought it was terrible. I never took any, I never liked it, never cared about it, and I'm actually now starting to. Ever since Sasha and Charlotte's uh, Hell in a Cell. Like that, they they put on a hell of a match. Like they really went out there and, and probably put on a better match than some of the guys that night. What was the first main event ever for women, right? Right, yeah. Pay-per-view. And it's and now Ron is there, which she's gonna have a hell of a hard time in WWE because the, the competitions and they don't want her there. Like those women are like really starting to make some moves and really starting to get some lead way, and she's gonna come in and like try to dominate it. I, I don't I don't know. It's gonna be tough. But like Shamrock did it. Yeah, but he's right? a guy. No. Right. Well, I mean, wow. When it, but you know what I'm saying? Like a guy can like Brock. He comes in. He's right. a, He's a monster. He's mm-hmm. huge. He can destroy people. Shamrock legitimately looks like he could kill somebody. Ronda doesn't, on a physical level, look much different sure. than the other women. I can see that point. So, and you've never liked women's wrestling. You've never been a big fan, Dave. Like you've never. It's just the it's the things the guys are doing. Just worse. They just do it worse. Right. And I don't say that to be mean or a dick, but it's the truth. It's just never quite lived up. What's your opinion on? Women's I mean, wrestling? it's I could. I don't really have one. You're not like a, but you're not like a, a fan of it. I mean, I, not. I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it. And they put they put on some good matches. That uh, that what's her name? Sane, Kyrie Ka- Sane, Kyrie Sane, <laughs> Juan Sane. She's a she's a really good in ring wrestler. Like she puts on and, oh, and, and she has a gimmick. Yeah, and she has a gimmick. She's yeah, a Tekken, she's sailor she's a pirate. She's a Tekken fighter. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly what it is. Can um, you edit that out? Is that bad? What? I say yee. Oh. Really it's too late keep now. It. There's keep no going back. Keep, keep that. In. Please keep it. loop it. Um, Trump. So I I don't know, man. I, it just seems like there's things happening that never happened before in wrestling. And but they're overkilling it now. Come on, yeah, wow, yeah. We're having an elimination chamber women's match. Oh, is that happening? A rumble I, women's match. I think it's the best women's wrestling that's ever happened. Right. Yeah. It's I not as good as the guys. It never will be as good as the guys. Sometimes just, it gets close though. Sometimes they'll have like a like I would pick. That Sasha Charlotte match, I'd watch that any day over a Miz match. Well, you know what I mean. You say that, yeah, but they're not giving guys like Zack Ryder 15 minutes to go out and have a good match. And I use that an example because you'd probably watch Sasha Banks and them have a match over a Zack Ryder match. Yeah, because he hasn't been given the chance though. On on the true, I'm saying it's not going to be the same on on the level. The main event of the women's will not be the main event. The main event of the women's can be better than the undercard of the men. You know, it's like it's like the female MMA fighters. And when Ronda Rousey was at her peak and she was just breaking arms in 30 seconds, there was my friends, our friends, legitimate, fairly smart guys, mm-hmm. saying that she could compete in the men's division. And it's an absolutely no way. Lud- no, ludicrous. Yeah, it's stupid. a ludicrous statement. It's a dumb She's statement. like, oh, oh wait, you think you beat her ass? No, she'd kill me. She'd murder everyone in this town. Yeah, but she, you put no her in way there. you can put her. It was like, it's just different. That's why female track, if you look at the records, 
the fastest women in the world are not as fast as the fastest men in the world. Yeah. Are they faster than 95% of men in the world? Yeah, yeah. they are. But on an elite level? But no. when you get to the same levels, like it's just different. It's it's skeletal stru- structure, bone it's density. Just a it's just thing. like they yeah. can't. Sane has bet me any money in the world that he could beat Ronda Rousey's ass. I guess he's he convinced has. that that uh, strength, all women are weak. It, strength beats, yeah. Like it's I guarantee like, he has ridiculous. Is, and he's Kyrie? and he's one hundred percent Kyrie. One Justin. Yeah, right. And he's one hundred percent sold that that would be a he would be. We've gotten legit I'd, fights over. I told I'd him Rousey would kill you, Sane. Good money. I'd pay money to see it just to see his ass kicked. He I, can't I tap. He has to go until something pops. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's popping his... Moles. <laughs> <laughs> so, inside. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, what was one last thing I wanted to touch on here? So, uh, the Rumble itself, right? Like, the women's Rumble, I thought, was better than the guys' Rumble. Was and it? For a, one reason. Surprises? The surprises. That's it. Why can't they get it through their freaking heads just to... Eliminate all the tag teams. Anybody who wrestled in the pay-per-view, any tag team in the Rumble, take them out and throw in some old-timers. That's all you'd have to do to make the Rumble great. And new guys. People and throw watch some new it. guys in. Here's the thing. Do you think the... What are they going to do next year? I mean, they pretty much burn up their, like, legends. No, there's still a lot there. People would still pop, too. I mean, hey, you send the Mountie out right now. I'll no, the female. <laughs> The female, yeah, I think they all made it out this time. They yeah, blew they, most they, of their they, wad. You couldn't do that again. Like, well, another woman's rumble draw. Uh, yeah. They needed that, I think, those surprise yeah. pops. Do you think so? Because they couldn't fill the rumble? Not, no, but you had NXT people that people really wanted. There was wanted. a few that didn't come out, like Alondra Blaze. Like, there's a few who, Don't like, know who that is. There you go. Old, it's old. Would not have popped. 90, I did pop. 90. I, I did pop, pop for Wendy Richter. Super hard for Rey Mysterio. You did. I did. Ray looked good, too. Look great, like WWE Ray. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, best. I've, but WWE with their Rumble every year, they could bring, they could have ten of those guys, or even eight or yeah, five of those guys I be agree. just legends, and it would make the Rumble good instead of all three New Day members that you know aggressive. aren't going to win. Eight like, aggressive, it's just a waste of time. I truly believe that good. you should not be in I'd the like Rumble it. unless you, unless the fan believes you're going to win. It should be thirty guys you believe are going to win. And if that you have show. a match on they that don't card, have that though. They can they can do it if they build it. If you have a match it's on that just, card, you should not be in the rumble. That should be a rule. Yeah, I, I mean, agree with that. You don't want to see it. Same with the new day and tag teams. Look how flat the crowd was for Sheamus and Cesaro Ugh. against Rollins because they just saw them. Yeah, and also flat. I mean, also Jason, Jason Jordan. Jordan was in the match, which he has heat though. Oh, yeah, does he really? He does have good heat. He's doing. Oh, I thought you meant like backstage. It. Like he I, I can't stand him, and that's the point. That's the point. Yeah, there it is. See, Jason Jordan, but he can work there too. Yeah. He's got angle skill. That's let's not get that far. <laughs> no, he doesn't have his his pillow. No, he's got his he's not an Olympic gold. He's got his, yeah, right, he's got but his he's sperm yeah, in him. You can see like the uh, you, you can see that he has some sort of natural ability. Is that Rocka Khan's kid? I don't know. No, it wait, be, wasn't I that long know. ago. Oh uh, uh, yeah, well yeah, you're right. That was what like ten years ago. I mean, he was a legit college wrestler. Who Jason Jordan? Yeah. Oh yeah. And Gable. I mean, they were like high level college wrestlers. Yeah, those are the Maybe, kind of guys who yeah, come in and actually have natural ability you just gotta have the personality to go along with it and that's the there's the the underlying factor these guys come in you can watch a 20 minute match and be like damn those guys know what they're doing in there that was amazing but they get on the microphone do you care and that's the other they've had trouble getting the wrestlers over like Shelton Benjamin Charlie Haas no personality uh, Ziggler people like him but they won't push him he's a collegiate athlete wrestler right that was a bust at 30 right what which one Ziggler out at 30 
Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, terrible. yeah, it was. It was weird. And he got chucked out in like three minutes. It he he should have been the Bobby Roode challenge guy. I thought. I just find it or strange. leave him off. Like let him off for a while. Ziggler blows my mind. Thing, don't wait two weeks and bring him back. Let him go for a little. And bit. Not only did he walk up, he forfeited the title. Who just forfeits the oh, title? Oh, you want to go real really? crazy? You know what I mean. Both of you are gonna hate this idea. Uh-oh. Let him take the title, and defend it in CMLL. Well, they could have done that once, and they did. CMLL, it's the Mexican Wrestling Federation. Okay, put him in NXT, make him the top guy, and then have somebody build, build up to beat him. I'm I feel s- like. He's being a dick. I feel like Dolph Ziggler. Actually, I actually don't hate that, though. Dolph Ziggler is one of those guys that was like. They never demote that. Why didn't it ever happen? Like, nice. Well, Dr- Drew went down. McIntyre. No, Drew got cut and he came back. Yeah, came back. Come on, Rob. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, Same with Ginger. He left, did five pounds of steroids. Nah, he never back. touched the yeah, needle. He, did he fail a test? You son of a bitch. He's did he clean. Geez. Did he take a test? I don't know. I can't <laughs> confirm that. <laughs> I don't know how he's not taking him now. He he took some tests for sure. He took something. Um, but like, uh, the, Dolph's one of those guys that blows my mind because when they when they rebranded SmackDown, it was like Shane's running SmackDown. They brought Dolph in. It was like I think he's finally going to get his shot because Dolph's always been one of those guys who was like a Shawn Michaels and in, in ring work too much. Yeah, that was his too much. Thing. Yeah. Well, everybody does a super kick now. It's well, like no, but he was Shawn Michaels. Right. He even did. wore the hearts on his trunk. Right, little yeah. biker boots or whatever. So it's too it's much. Well, I read an interview once where Daniel Bryan said that Shawn Michaels told him, Vince told him flat out he don't like Ziggler. <laughs> this was years ago. Really? Flat out. Yep, because a lot of people were thinking that Vince didn't like Bryan. And so Vince kind of, Shawn kind of confirmed everything, but he said he don't like Ziggler. What the hell's he got against Vince Ziggler? doesn't like Ziggler don't or like Ziggler. Michaels doesn't? Cause he's, Vince. Because he's doing a shtick. Just Vince. They said what? flat out in the interview. I read it. I, I remember reading the interview and being like, well, that's why Ziggler don't get pushed. Huh. Huh. Well, you guys have anything else? You want to? I mean, we, we've great. covered a lot of ground here. I think I think we've covered what we wanted to co- came here to cover. Yeah, this today. was good. This was good. And we we hashed it. out some good some good logic. I mean, I'm still gonna watch Elimination Chamber. So, well, yeah, I mean, and I'm gonna all... go home and watch Savia Vega against <laughs> Kane. I'm gonna <laughs> watch. I'm gonna watch the Goon against Skinner. I think. <laughs> nah, I don't like home. that stuff. <laughs> some nasty boys. Yeah. No, I watch the nasty boys in Harlem Heat. Now here's the funny thing. Like, like Dave was never a WCW fan. Was Harlem Heat in uh, WWE at all? No, never. Stevie never. Ray never came over. Yeah. One of the best tag teams ever, yeah, in my personal great. opinion. One of the best theme songs ever. Yeah. S- Scary no Sherry. Sister yeah. Sherry. Sister, Sister Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, you're right, though. What? I was never a WWE guy. He was a straight WWF mark. You had picked a side, and that was it. I was I was always in between. That, that's why I've always kind of like, I enjoy watching middle wrestling, but I also Jeez. enjoy the What's BS. That? Middleman Rob. Holy yeah, it's hell. always middleman yeah, Rob. Always ride in the middle. Take a stance. But I did say <laughs> this, and my brother will agree with you. We've said this before. We both wanted Vince to just win the war, take them out. But then once he did, ugh, yep. I wish Things he went downhill you know I mean? quick. Didn't think it would turn into what it did, you know? Because you need different minds. You got to have different companies. Yeah. So I pray a company comes up. Like I'm, I, I mean it. I wish something would overtake it, make it all better. And New Japan's putting on shows in the United States now. Uh, yeah, in California, right? Yeah. I'm so. interested in, I'll be honest with you, not being WWE, which is odd. I'm very interested in this uh, all-in show. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, Cody Rhodes I'm show. I'm very interested to see what happens if they put 20,000 people or something in the arena. It's the 16,000-seater. Yeah. Is that what it is? Do, yeah. do they know where that's going to be at yet? I is don't it Houston? Think they know, but I don't know if they've actually announced it. I was trying to look at I would pick day. Houston because there's a lot of people in Texas. Uh-oh. And you can get the Mexican crowd there. That's where yeah. I would put That's it. old territory but fans. Right. Like so the Rhodes Don't name. bring it north because Vince will Burn kill it. it. They, uh, they, I mean, the whole Bullet Club signed up. 
So they have Omega in, huge draw. Cody in, he's going to be a big draw here. And do you think we get Daniel Bryan against Cody Rhodes? I think we I'd get Daniel it. Bryan, Marty Skrull, which I am super – I am at full torque for that, baby. So you think Bryan's out? You think he's, he's just, gone? He's yeah, he's gone. And if he Why don't wrestle at WrestleMania, out? I think he's gone. I don't. I think they were already been setting up if he was going for WrestleMania. Mm. Unless he fights Shane in a street fight. <sighs> no way they give him a street fight first back. He wouldn't have to well, do anything. Well, to make sure he's all right. It's like when Sean came back. Had to street, be a street fight, fight in WWE terms is you don't have to do anything. Yeah, it's it's a very does he wear low. jeans? You. Does he yes, wear the oh, jeans? he wears jeans and a t-shirt, a lumberjack Ooh, shirt. Cut yeah. off flannel. A little yeah. flannel, yes. Yeah, but Shane comes out with a money shirt and everything. Right, Shane's yeah, it's same gimmick. It's like when Triple H was in his gimmick, but Sean was in street clothes. Right, yeah. Sean's yeah. Exactly, yeah. When Sean came back, tank top. Philippians or something. Jeans. 450 yeah. or whatever Jesus stuff there was. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, and, and I, actually, Brian's right there. The hair is about the same as when Michaels came back. The hair is like a little past the ears, like when Michaels cut it. He's like he's very much in that that zone right now. I'm anxious to see if that All In show is going to be streamable. Which it it's got to gotta be, be, man. It's got to be. And they got to charge money for it. Make some money. Yeah. I mean, oh, they will. I'd pay, I'll, I'd I'll, pay for it. I'll Cody it. I'll pay for it. Cody it. Find it on. You're gonna Cody. No, Cody. I, you, you, that's the things you have to pay for. I'll pay for Help it. Help wrestling, you know. Because we can all pitch in. I'm not paying for okay, it. Okay, let's all myself. pay like two yeah, bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, it's going to be 10 bucks? Yeah, that. you think 10, 15. But, so they got the uh, Young Bucks, mm-hmm. going to be a huge draw. Cody's a big draw. Omega's a huge draw. Marty Scroll's not really a draw. Omega's really made himself with that Jericho match. Like, I mean, he's as oh, far Omega as anybody was, else. In Omega's there. good. I'm surprised he hasn't jumped yet, but he keeps not. He won't. So that's probably good. He won't. It's the best movie he could possibly make. Yeah, he's going to stay in Japan. 2020. You think? It's coming in. I don't think he does at all. I think by that time he's going to be. I mean, the Young Bucks. Job to the Outlaws. Think they like. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania Six 35. <laughs> exactly. The Dudleys are back again. Yep. <laughs> they put him through a table. All right, guys. No, that was fun. That was a good talk. I'm glad we hashed all this out. Yeah, feels There was good. nothing hashed up. Like, you had, like, you were creating this heat. That's yeah. what that point is. we got to create some heat. That's hey, the how, point of professional wrestling. How dare you try to divide yeah, me in the big star? Thank you. Try, yeah. Outrageous. Yeah, you can come over for the next pay-per-view. Thanks. Rob, you, yeah. you, you guys are a couple of marks. Rob, we'll tell you how it was. I hate your guts. Fast lane. I think it's fast. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to get in the fast lane to get out of here. All right, later, guys. There you have it, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. That was a lot of fun. I love talking wrestling. And especially bringing those two worlds together, I think we I think we covered a lot in that. And we, we covered a lot of ground. So if you're a wrestling fan and you ever want to be a part of the Total Marks podcast, I just like talking to wrestling fans, and especially ones who have different points of view, so I don't repeat the same things that I say every wrestling episode over and over again. <laughs> and you can throw something else in there. All you've got to do is hit me up on my platforms at RobZRadio.com. Find me on there. Facebook and Instagram, RobZRadio. Twitter, Snapchat is Rob Z. Yo. You can always call the voicemail, which is 814-799-0064. Thank you to the Clay Cup for being a sponsor at The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram, 1304 11th Avenue. Coffee and creativity all in one spot. I love the Clay Cup. Sarah's always doing something awesome down there, whether it's giving you great drinks, great food, great environment, uh, or just the teaching you how to make, uh, teaching you how to, to paint teaching you how to make bath bombs. They, they do all kinds of crazy stuff at the Clay Cup, and uh, I think that's one of the reasons she's doing so well in central Pennsylvania. And also doing well in central PA is Harlequin Pepper Yoga. I'm a huge fan of yoga, a huge advocate for yoga. So if you're looking for something to improve your body, improve your strength, your stability, all those tiny little muscles that you never work, Harlequin Pepper Yoga in the App Store or Google Play, 
H-A-R-L-E-Q-U-I-N, Harlequin Pepper Yoga, 320 Allegheny Street, Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. You can also find her on Facebook and Instagram, Harlequin Pepper Yoga. Zebras, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> That's brutal.